0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to She's on the List. I'm your host, Liv Charette, and I'm excited to be back with part two of 20 things that I learned in my 20s so far. Thank you guys so much for reaching out. I'm so glad that you enjoyed the last episode. It was a lot of fun to record. So we're back with the last 10 things that I learned in my 20s, and I hope you guys are ready for it. to get into our little catch up of the week. It's been busy as always and I feel like I'm kind of always on this hamster wheel and whenever I think of what did I even do this week? It's kind of all a blur. So whenever I'm recording this podcast, I like really have to think back and look at my calendar and I'm like, what the heck did I do this week? <laughs> One fun thing that I got to do this week, actually, was attend a fun new art exhibit at the Bobby Hotel. A good friend of mine actually works at the hotel, and he invited me and some of my management team along to check out the beautiful exhibit that was Tyler Shields' photography. I was obsessed with all of the beautiful pieces that they had I would say it's very edgy and totally my style. I think it would look perfect in like a music room or some kind of room that you had in your house that's just like edgy and needed something with like a really cool pop to it. Very, very cool stuff. If you want to check it out, I posted several photos on my Instagram, at Live Charette. And I just love events like that. I always leave feeling super inspired. It was an open bar kind of scenario, so we got a couple really nice drinks. One of them being a marmalade old-fashioned, which I was like, Yes, sign me up. And then I tried one of their champagne raspberry kind of drinks. I can't remember the name of it, but that was also very delicious and very summery. We love that. (laughs) They also had some really great food like arancini balls that they were passing around. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a deep fried risotto ball. Let me just say it's to die for (laughs) if you've never tried that before. They also had some amazing like little salmon toasts and watermelon wedges. And it was just incredible and a really great time. And I love any excuse in this town to be able to dress up. So I did a really fun Ponytail, like one of those sort of bubble ponytails, and just really felt just glamorous. I love events like that, and an excuse, like I said, to just dress up and feel fancy. Another thing that I got to do this week was perform at Song Suffragettes. And if you've never been to Nashville, it's this amazing writer's round that they host every single Monday night at the listening room that features just incredible up and coming women in the space. And it's just always one of my favorite rounds to play. Everybody is so talented and usually the whole room is sold out. So we had a sold out show. It was a great time. But one of the highlights was definitely when I introduced myself and sometimes I give my backstory, other times I just kind of get into the song. But this time I gave a little backstory on myself and said that I was from Ottawa, Canada, And all of a sudden, this table (laughs) towards the back just screams at the top of their lungs like, oh my God, woo! And I'm like, okay, some fellow Canadians (laughs) in the room so I ended up playing the show and afterwards this group of ladies came up to me and said that they too were all from Ottawa, some of them from around where I'm from, one lady was from Toronto, but always just cool to see some familiarity or like people that support you from your hometown and just, yeah, a really cool experience and just really filled my heart to just meet some people from back home, always really cool when it comes full circle and they all took photos with me it was a really great time and just so nice to meet them and that was definitely a highlight of this week for sure but other than that it's just been a bit of a busy week we're just making all those moves making all those big plans working on new music you know the deal. <laughs> It's a good busy though. I never complain about being busy. That is a good problem to have, just kind of trying to keep up and get enough rest and stay healthy so that I can be the best version of me. (laughs) Anyway, enough of that. Let's get into today's episode, shall we? This is part two of 20 things I learned in my 20s so far. So, I'm just going to hop into this one today. If you'd like to hear the first part, part one of this episode, definitely check out the episode before this one to hear the first 10 things that I learned in my 20s so far. But yeah, like I said, let's just jump into it. So, number 11 is make your space your sanctuary. And by space, I just mean. Wherever it is, like wherever you work, wherever you sleep, wherever you spend a lot of time, I think that it's really important to just either personalize your space or make it really, really comfortable. I also think that keeping your space clean also just really helps you be productive, feel inspired, and just work to the best of your abilities. Get the things that make you happy, whether that's art or just your desk chair that makes you super excited to go sit at your desk and work. Just the little things sometimes that really make your space yours just makes such a big difference in your overall mood, productivity, and just mental state. I don't know what it is, but I'm very much a person that's affected by my environment and I'm always just the happiest whenever I have a place for everything, whenever I have little personal things out, whether that's like framed photos of me and friends or me and family or even just little things like candles that just can really make your space feel that much better or that much homier. Number twelve, stop being fake busy. And that's not to say that you might not be busy, you know, have a job, have a family, kids, whatever it may be. We're all pretty busy and I totally understand that. I just mean more the people that pretend to be busier than they are and decide to say, for example, put off a right to another month or something just because they don't want to seem like they're not in demand enough. I think that might just be a Nashville thing. I'm not quite sure, but a lot of times I've found that people seem to be booking sometimes three to six months out. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing in six months, (laughs) let alone sometimes next week. So I've really learned to be open and honest about how busy I am because, hey, you end up getting a lot more work done than if you pretend that you're too busy and your schedule is too full to be able to say yes to opportunities and instead just be sitting at home, wishing you had those opportunities. So don't pretend to be busy, just say yes, because you never know where it might lead. Not to mention the fact that if you do actually want to be busy, (laughs) if you say yes to those opportunities, you will always have a very full schedule. Just saying. (laughs) Number 13. Good wine is good wine, regardless of the price hear me out. Now all you wine connoisseurs don't come for me, (laughs) but honestly I have found being the wine enthusiast that I am that sometimes the price doesn't really matter as far as the taste and quality of the wine. Like you can get a really great tasting bottle of cab in the $15 range. I don't think you have to spend hundreds of dollars just to have really great wine. That's not to say that that $150 bottle of wine isn't amazing, but I'm just saying that there are really great options, even if you don't want to spend that much. I think a lot of people that are into wine start to pay too much close attention to the fact that The price tag is what it is. Maybe don't go for the two-buck chuck. Definitely not saying that. But I think that there's so many more options today that you can get a really great bottle of wine for a gal's night in at a really reasonable price. Some of the best bottles of wine that I've had have been in the $15 to $25 range and were even recommended to me from sommeliers. So they'll be the first to tell you to not get hung up on the price tag. Number 14. Working out is not overrated. Okay, there's a reason why people say that you should work out, I would say, three to five days a week if you're able to swing it. Exercise is just so good for you, not only for your health, of course, but also for your mental health. Since I have really started to Have a routine when it comes to the gym. I would say, ever since really 2021, where I really, really started to focus on it, it was a little bit more difficult for me when I was going to college because my schedule just felt all over the place. But I've always been an athlete. I was a figure skater for 11 years. I've always been somebody who's been super active. And when I don't have that in my life, I just crave it so much, and I just don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just not feeling good. I'm not feeling good about myself. And so when I really started to adopt that routine again and make it a point to do it almost every single morning, whatever that is, even if it's not the hardest workout, even if it's just going for a walk. Personally, my favorite is doing the Peloton tread workouts or a Peloton bike ride and weights, of course. But whatever you're into, whatever gets you excited to move, do that thing. And if you haven't found it yet, trust me, it's out there. I think we as humans just crave movement and I think that we just need it. We need to get outside or we need to have an outlet to be able to just really focus on something other than what's going on in our heads and working out really does that. So trust me, if you don't have a routine yet, just try even... Once a week, twice a week, you'll build it up and you'll actually start to crave it. I personally don't like having more than two rest days in a row. It just totally throws me off my game. (laughs) So like I said, working out isn't overrated. Just try it. (laughs) Number 15. Now this seems like a given and probably a lot of people say this all the time, but it's true. And it's be proud of who you are okay? Be proud of where you come from because it makes you you. Be proud of the things that you stand for. Be proud of how you look and don't let anybody... Dull that sparkle that you have. This lesson definitely is something that I'm consistently working on. I don't think it's anything that we're ever going to master ever in our lifetimes, but I think it's something that is really important to remember when we're faced with situations where, you know, our character comes into play or we have to make a decision. And I think we just have to remember who we are. Be proud of it, and like I said, don't let anybody take that away from you or try to change who you are because you really are perfect how you are. And if you're not proud of who you are, then I think that's something that you need to reflect on and figure out what it is that you might need to change because you deserve that. You deserve to be proud of who you are. Number 16, and this one really is my motto for everything you want in life when it comes to chasing dreams, career goals, whatever it is. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you work for. And that is something that I believe in so wholeheartedly. I think that this sounds probably controversial, but somebody once told me that, not me personally, but you don't deserve anything. And that just means that There's a lot of really talented people. There's a lot of people that are really great at their jobs. But what makes you better or better suited for that position? And that should be your work ethic. Because I don't think you should ever expect anybody to do your job or to get you there or to give you a handout. Not to mention the fact that you feel so much better when you know that you worked your butt off To be able to reach success or to reach your goals, there's nothing more rewarding than putting in the work and seeing the results from that hard work. There really are no handouts in life, I don't think, and especially when it comes to the music industry, you have to work so freaking hard. And, you know, I really think that the people that work hard are the ones that have long-lasting careers. And I think that that goes, honestly, in all kinds of jobs, in all kinds of dreams, whatever it is. The people that you thought were overnight successes were probably 10 years in the making, minimum. (laughs) It takes a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. Number 17, find your circle, the people who bring out the best version of yourself. When people ask me in interviews They say, if you could offer one piece of advice to somebody who's trying to do what you do, who's an up-and-coming artist, what would you say to them? And this is always what I say, and it's to find your people. Find that circle of people that believe in you as much as you believe in yourself. And going back to the last point, the people that work as hard as you do. Because if they don't work as hard as you do... I don't think they need to be on your team or in your circle. They need to be willing to put in the work as well. And on the flip side, there's your circle that is your support circle, and that's your family, that's your friends, that's the people that ground you, and you really have to have those people from the get-go that understand who you are and help keep you on track because Listen, out there, it's a crazy world, and you need those people to be able to just sort of tell you to not worry about it. Things will work out, and you just need your tribe, so find those people, and if they're not your current friends, then go find different ones. Honestly, don't waste your time putting in effort into friendships that aren't rewarding. Oh my gosh, I've spent so much time doing that and being the person that... You know, was putting in all the effort, and it wasn't reciprocated. And if it's not reciprocated, you deserve better, period. Find your tribe, because once you do, you will literally be unstoppable. Number 18. This one I definitely have not mastered yet, and I constantly have people around me in my circle telling me this constantly. And that is, have fun and stop being so serious 24-7. I think it's honestly in my DNA. I think it's the way that I was raised. I think my parents are very much like this as well. We are go-getters and that's just sort of bred into us. But sometimes I have to remember that, you know, you have to have fun, you have to enjoy the process, you have to enjoy the journey and take time to celebrate the journey. Because if you're not having fun, then why are you chasing this big dream? Remember why you're doing it. (laughs) I'm very much a person that is very goal-oriented, and I love to get work done. I love to feel like I'm contributing. I love to feel like every single day I'm doing something that is helping me, propelling me forward. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of the time, I don't take time for myself, and I don't take time to have a vacation or unplug for the weekend I think that's just part of being an entrepreneur or being in a business where you are the face of your brand or you own a company, whatever it may be. It's often really hard to just turn that switch off, but sometimes I just got to remember to have fun, enjoy the process, and my goodness, laugh a little. (laughs) Number 19, and this one's kind of sad, but it's true. You're going to have your heart broken a lot and not just in love, people are going to disappoint you, whether that's in the form of friendships, colleagues, promises will be made, and they will be broken. People won't live up to their word. But that's okay. And it doesn't mean that it's any easier to be able to take But you just got to keep moving on. You got to keep going forward and just find, like I said, that circle of people that will lift you up and help you through those difficult moments, whether it's friendship breakups or sometimes if that's losing out on an opportunity that you thought was going to go through and you were really, really excited about it. It's going to happen and it sucks, but I always think of it as, when one door closes, another one opens. And a lot of times when I felt at my lowest or I felt like the earth was shattering and my heart was breaking because I lost out on an opportunity, a few months down the road, I look back and I'm like, thank God that happened because this opportunity wouldn't have presented itself or I wouldn't have even been aware that this opportunity was coming to fruition or would have been presented to me. Just have faith in that and have faith in the future. Keep working hard, find your tribe, and everything will work out. Trust me. And last but not least, number 20, say yes, period. Say yes to opportunities. Say yes to invitations. Just say yes because you never know what one thing might lead to or lead to another, (laughs) I definitely went by this philosophy when I first moved to Nashville, and you would be surprised by the things that were happy little surprises or happy little accidents just because I said yes to go to a coffee with somebody or to a party or to an event. You just never know who you're going to meet. You never know what opportunity might be the opportunity that changes your life. So I've really gone by the philosophy of saying yes. And that's not to spread yourself too thin. (laughs) I think you got to be realistic, of course, and be able to put in 100%. But even if something is maybe outside your comfort zone, you can't grow unless you try. So just say yes and have faith that you can do it because I think you'll surprise yourself. (laughs) Welcome to Bottle Service, which is the segment in the podcast where I give a little champagne toast to the drink slash cocktail of the week and four things that I've been loving. Well, I kind of gave you guys a little bit of a sneak peek as to what my favorite drink of the week was, but this week my favorite drink was the marmalade old-fashioned that I had at the wonderful art exhibit at the Bobby Hotel. I don't know what was in this stuff, but the manager at the hotel came up to our group and was like, you need to try this drink. If you are a bourbon drinker, trust me, you're going to love it. So we each ordered one, and I got to say, it was absolutely delicious. I mean, bourbon and orange already really goes well together, but when you add marmalade, The richness of that really cuts the bourbon just right and I would say that it's a really great drink for somebody who's just kind of getting into bourbon. I think it's a really approachable drink because it kind of cuts the bourbon just right, but not too much. You still get that really great flavor, but it's delicious. The first item of the week that I've been absolutely loving is my new iPhone case from Velvet Caviar. I'm obsessed with this brand. They always have the cutest designs. And what I really love about this one is not only does it look like kind of flower power 70s vibes. It's a pink case with a bunch of black flowers on it which sounds a little bit weird, but it's like a bubblegum pink. Super duper cute. I'll have it linked, of course, in the show notes. I'm just obsessed with it. It's also a MagSafe charger. So if you have one of those chargers that have the little MagSafe connection, you just lay your phone down on it and it charges. It's perfect. If you're looking for a new iPhone case or even an AirPods case, I think they also have iPad cases. They've got it all. Just check out their website, they have the cutest designs. I'll of course have everything linked in the show notes to make it easy for (laughs) y'all. Next is a journal that I got from the brand Sugarboo and I believe I was in Kentucky at the time. It's a journal that I got probably about a year ago but I just love it so much because it's this sort of leather bound notebook. It doesn't have any lines. And it has a beautiful quote by Audrey Hepburn on it, so I had to get it. What I love about it is that it's very rustic looking. It looks worn in already and kind of has that like destroyed feeling about it. The leather is super duper soft and the pages are kind of like that old-fashioned kind of paper, if you know what I mean. It just sort of inspires me. I don't know what it is about it, but I just love writing in it. And I'm one of those people that's really weird about notebooks. And when I start a new notebook, I just want it to be like perfect. I almost have a plan. Like I'm only gonna use this pen in it. It's gonna look super neat. And that's just a little bit crazy. I admit it, that is a little bit crazy. So I got this notebook to be not so crazy and just write things down because I wanna write them down. (laughs) I think it's perfect for song lyrics, poems if you're into just writing. It's perfect for a journal or just writing down your big ideas, your big plans, whatever it may be. (laughs) Next is another technological kind of, I wouldn't say gadget, but something that's really useful to go with your technology. And that is a new iPad stand that I just got. And what I really love about it is that you can kind of position it In different ways where you could almost position it so that your iPad is the perfect level to be a second screen or a second monitor But you can also kind of lay it down so that you can write on it better if that makes sense I sometimes don't like writing on my iPad because I have to take it out of its case And then it's laying on a table on top of the camera and that just doesn't seem like a great idea. So I really like this stand because it almost folds completely flat and it has these soft little pads on it so that it won't scratch your iPad. And I've just really been loving using it. It's a great little addition and it was only like less than $14 or so. On Amazon, it might be a little bit more because I got it on Prime Day, but definitely worth it if you're looking for something for your desk, for your iPad. It's really, really handy. Last but not least is another desk slash stationery item I got at Target the other day, and it was this little four-pack of Post-it notes. And I just thought they were the cutest thing because they're about the size, I would say, of a larger postage stamp, a little bit bigger than that a little bit more room to write on them. There are four different prompts on them. There's in this order, don't forget, ASAP slash later. And then one says more of this, fill in the blank, less of that, fill in the blank. So they're really great for little reminders so you don't have to waste an entire post-it note. And they're just tiny and cute. I mean, need I say more? I don't know, I'm a sucker for tiny things. And I saw these and I was like, yep, add to cart. Well, that officially concludes today's episode of She's on the List. I am definitely in no way qualified to give such advice, but hey, (laughs) hopefully you learned something. I would love to know what you've learned in your 20s, whether you are still in them, have gone through them, or, you know, even what you learned in your teens going into your 20s. I want to know all your thoughts, so please DM them to me. Be sure to follow us at She's on the List pod on Instagram and me at Liv Charette on all of the things, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for being so awesome, for leaving a review. It is always so much appreciated. And we'll be back again for another episode next week, so be sure to tune in. Hope you all have a wonderful and safe weekend. Bye, y'all. on the list.